Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man that likes to watch a plethora of stuff that's unconnected to anything else. It's Frank. How are you today? I am doing pretty well, my friend. I am unconnected to other stuff, but connected to you virtually. And uh, and that's... Boop. Boop. That's, uh, boop. that's what we got. I, I booped your nose on my computer you screen. You did. Virtual, you can't really tell what virtual I Virtual booping. Though. I'll boop you back. Yeah. Boop. There oh, we go. Thanks. It's that's funny weird. that we're not actually in the center of the screen. So, like, I'm booping you in, like, a corner. Of yep. Same the, here. It's not the same. Not corner the same. boops. Corner yeah. boops. Yeah. Mm. All right, I want to stop booping you now. Yes, okay. <laughs> stop booping me. It was please. like a thumb. Remember, like the thumb, like give the. Uh, remember, like a poking war on Facebook. Where yeah, you just keep going back and forth forever and ever and ever. Yes, it's like that, but better because it's not on Facebook. Right, got him. Yeah, booyah. <laughs> Frank, what are you drinking today? I am drinking. Uh, you know, we were together in person recently, and we were talking about the Oscar Blues Variety Pack. That yes. I had. And this is, I think, just about the only one we didn't talk about. Uh, and I, I hadn't tried it until a couple of days after you left. But um, it is the, I, I think it's 1E, like like the 1 with a Y, 1E IPA. Um, and I think it's called that because it is a 100 calorie IPA. Oh, a 1E, a good old 1E. A 1E. Um, I'll just have a 1E. Yeah, I'll have a 1E, honey. And it is... Um, it's a really good IPA for it's 100 calories and it's like not super hoppy, not super bitter because of it. Um, and so hmm. that's right. Because like, I guess you have to keep the hops low otherwise because that's what's going to add the car, like a lot yeah, of the carbs. That, that, right. Exactly. That that and and whatever malt that they're using uh, for, for this, probably wheat or barley um, is is uh, probably lowered as well. So, yeah, it's it's good. It is. a It's I mean, it's only four four percent. ABV, so it's it's a lower uh, a lower alcohol um, content, but uh, five grams of carbs, um, and uh, and a hundred a hundred uh, calories. So um, this is this is like friendly to my diabetes as well, uh, being nice. low carb, and uh, and it's a legit tasting IPA. Uh, I love so that. Recommend if you can get your hands on Oscar Blues. Um, this was in a variety pack, a summer variety pack, but um, yeah. This is this is a great one. I don't know if they sell it in six packs or twelve packs on its own, but the uh, yeah, Oscar Blues One E IPA uh, do recommend. Very good. So, I discovered something this evening as I entered my fridge to be like, can't wait to record beer with geeks with my friend Frank Ramblings and drink a beer because it's been a long day. 
Oh, my French. There's no beer, Frank. What is no. a man to do? No, I know. My father-in-law has been very kind and has come to paint many of the rooms in my house for free. Um, so I have been giving him beer as a as a thank sure. you, you sure, know, sure, as sure. he works. And so, but all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, that I'm out. I forgot to buy more. Like, right, right. I do not have more. Having not enough time to go. So, um, so I did something very uncouth for a a warm day in the season that we're in and i made a hot toddy look at you rebel <laughs> i know huh. okay what 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 are the components what what kind okay. of tea what kind of what kind of whiskey what are we what are so i actually ignored the tea completely okay and i went i went whiskey and hot water nice. with maple syrup Ooh, maple syrup instead of honey Yes, because Ooh. we didn't have honey either. I like the maple syrup. So, this is like we a, didn't have agave. So like I was like, all right, maple syrup it is. It's like a New this. England toddy. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really good because you know that maple syrup and whiskey actually go really well together. Amazing together. What kind of whiskey? Um, The one that you gave me. Maker's actually. Mark. Yeah. Right um, on. Yeah. That was a big bottle. I've just been a big boy. Three years. Yes, it has. And I'm still making my way. But I think I've got like got like 20 25 left all right uh in the bottle so so i made myself a double toddy because it's in a really big nice mug. that's a big boy that's a big yeah. one mm-hmm. yeah here's a here's a 12 mini <laughs> iphone for scale yeah <laughs> for scale <laughs> it is the mug is just about as tall as his iphone 12 mini folks so um yeah so there you go that is a that is a nice big mug full of uh, uh whiskey from a nice big bottle and uh, that's that's great. That's a good. That's right. th- that is a good. I approve. That is a good beverage Thank you. Thank for you. Uh, for a night such as this. So I love you know as you noted, Frank Ramblings is my name. Rambling is my game, and mm-hmm. um, I do love to ramble. And uh, I, I feel like you and I have a lot of a lot of rambling catching up to do because we have we've been we've both been watching, reading, consuming a lot of media. And um, and it's sort of time for another sort of like quarterly catch up. Um, like, what have you been watching and reading and doing lately? Correct. I uh, I agree uh, because it's been as much as because, you know, a lot of times we get on here and we're like, all right, superhero slapback or, you know, what new movie has come out or television show has wrapped up or something like that. But a lot of the times we're just like. Yeah, I like other stuff, too. Yeah. And we never really get to talk about that other stuff. So I really like these episodes to be like, what else are you into that I can't fill a whole episode with? Yeah. Um. So what are you into currently? Like, what is the one like? What's the thing that you have watched, read, listened to? And you're like, I you should do this. I you, oh, speaking of yeah. sorry before that. I did watch Bo Burnham's. That's right, you did. Inside me, because we never actually do a follow up on "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." Like, did you actually watch the thing that, yes. like, I said that yes. I watched? I did watch. It. I actually watched it the next night, over two nights with my wife, and we freaking loved it. It's Told so my sister good, right? and her husband to watch it, and they watched oh, it, and good. they loved it. So it's good. a spreading, you know, a whole three other people now. Hey, know. spread so. the word. Spread the word. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people do get caught up on like, oh, I don't like Bo Burnham or I've never seen his stuff or, you know, or I I actually dislike him or whatever. But um, yeah. but this is different. Well, I, actually, I actually didn't realize. So like it was you that said he was in Promising Young Woman and I think in our episode and I was like, oh, dude, he was so good in that. Like that's I didn't realize it was the same man. Now I have to watch it. And I I loved it. 
like and we all liked different things. My wife was singing White Woman's Instagram for nice. days. You know, I loved the intern stuff and yeah, the, yeah. the internet and but like from a film guy like watching the way he edited it and moved it and uh like uh the between the cinematography, his editing, like it's also limiting is like it was a really really cool experiment. Super um, cool. Yeah, like when he like I just spoilers, I guess. Yeah, sure. So he like opens the door and goes outside. Yes. My wife was like, oh, he went outside like he made it. It's so exciting. And, I'm like, oh, and, then. <laughs> and then he goes back and then. Well, mm-hmm. no spoilers here. We'll let you watch it. Sure. But, but yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I'm so glad you both enjoyed it. I had a feeling that she would like it as well, but um, I'm, I'm glad. Oh, she it's groovy. Like it so she is. Yeah. I know. I know. I, she's, yeah. she's a woman of taste. So I figured I figured she'd like it as well. But I'm glad she liked it as mm-hmm. much as she did. And I'm glad you both liked it so much that you passed it on to, to other folks, too. Yeah. It's uh, we've now I, I've now watched it four times. I recently that's, watched it for the that's fourth time. crazy. I know that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked it, but that, I'm like, I, know. I don't know if I ever need to see it again. That's fair. It, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be we'll listen to the songs again. You yeah. Know, like, so I think yeah. there's a difference between sitting down and watching the special again and re-listening to the music. That's fair. Yeah. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's 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 everywhere. You can stream music pretty much. Um, Yeah. Welcome to the Internet. Really, like, really articulated something that I've been thinking for a long time. And the way he tells it is just, ah, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. That and the, and the Jeff Bezos songs, I, I think are, oh, oh yes. So Jeffrey mm-hmm. Bezos. Uh, if you listen to the end of episode three of Save Me, the Smallville anthology, there's a little Easter egg that is uh, uh, Bo Burnham inspired. Um, right but anyway, yeah, oh, I'm so glad you watched it. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It is, it has been, it's just, it's so, so freaking good. Um, but you asked you asked what I've what else I've been watching and in mm-hmm. a similar not really in a similar vein, but but um in a musical vein anyway. Um have you checked out Central Park on Apple TV Plus? I haven't, and I've wanted to, and then I is it in its second season or its first season? Second. I remember what okay, because I remember watching the trailer for the first season going, Man, this is funny. Wife, we should watch this. And she's like, I don't really like adult animation. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll never watch it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I didn't. So um so how is it? Tell me. Tell it's me. it's not adult animation in the sense of like Family Guy or, or like, Rick you know, and Morty or Yeah, no, like no. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that kind of uh, where it's like where it's like very adult, uh, like 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 oh yeah, we can be vulgar and we can curse and we can have like have sexual situations and stuff. It's actually quite family oriented. Um, I would say it's probably more for families with like teens and and you know kids kids maybe on, on verging on on teenage years. Okay, it, but but not because of anything vulgar, sexual, uh, mature in that sense. Just because it deals with some themes that are just more for like kids who are like twelve plus, maybe. Um, sure. Okay. But just that phase of life. But it's about it's about a fictional. It's, it's animated. It's from the people who made Bob's Burgers. So it's that animation style. Do you like Bob's Burgers? Love Bob's. My Burgers. wife also likes Bob's Burgers. So then, for someone who doesn't. Okay. Yeah, right. So then it, it's literally the creator of Bob's Burgers created this, and it's the same animation style. But imagine it's Bobby Burgers. Berry sauce. Yes. Sorry. Linda. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Um, but okay, so it's Bob's Burgers, but imagine Bob's Burgers, but musical. It's a musical. Like there are songs yeah. throughout every episode. And I'm instead on board of for that. And instead of being a family who runs a restaurant, it is a family who runs 
Central Park in New York. Like it's the the dad is like not a the, thing, but okay, not a thing. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. purely fictional, but it's a cute idea of like, okay, what if there was like a family that ran the park and they live in a house in the park because that's like the park ranger lives in that in the park or whatever, and he's like in he, the dad is in charge of the staff at the park. Like like there's other staff. It's not like just the families. Like there he's in, but he's the boss. He's the head park ranger of Central Park. Is the premise and uh, and um. He's played by Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, the wife is Catherine Hahn. Um, yes. There is an evil uh, elderly woman who lives uh, next to the park who is trying to take over the park. She's like a hotel tycoon. And she's played she's, by Dan Stevens. Stanley right? Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fantastic. And her her assistant is played by David Diggs. Uh, oh, so you got Leslie Odom and David Diggs. Um, yeah. It is so terrific like the family are like like bob's burgers they love each other they're just like it's very pure and and sweet and there's Mm -hmm. so much heart in it and in the second season they've gone like they're pushing the envelope a lot in terms of like there's an entire episode of just the the sort of preteen daughter um she copes with her surroundings and she's she's becoming a teenager she's like dealing with boys and and all the things that you deal with in like middle school version of high school where you're starting life is changing and you're you know things are crazy for you and hormones and all mm-hmm. that stuff she she copes with it with by like drawing in on on making drawings that's good and there's an entire episode that just takes place in her drawings like the, the drawings Ooh. come to life and oh, she cool. works out her like her her psychological stuff her mental health stuff that she's working through as a as a preteen uh going through puberty and everything in her drawings in, in like comic strips that she's drawing and and they, the entire episode takes place in just that so they go a little off the rails and i mean that in a good way where they're like pushing the format a little bit and where there's not mm-hmm. really a it's not a story about the family in that episode it's just really just her drawings there's like five minutes where we we pull out from the drawings and and go to the dinner table and we go back um so like they're doing some really cool experimental stuff and they really touch on some sort of in a Bo Burnham way t- touch on some like really like like touching um ser- like borderline serious topics not not as depressing as as inside but mm-hmm. but like wow we're really going to talk about what it's like to be a, a a teenager and feel like can I do I get to be me or do I have to pretend to be another version of me that people will accept for the rest of my life mm. that kind of stuff gotcha. um that's like wow like really fundamental and really like pulls at the heartstrings and and, and makes you think and and makes you feel feelings and it's um there's one episode in season two that ends with like probably like a 10 minute no dialogue music only animated short a la fantasia oh oh that tells a really beautiful story um that that's that the trailer doesn't sell it that way it didn't start that way season one was not that way it was much more traditional and there was an overarching story for the season it was much more bob's burgers but if there was an arc for the season and then season two they were they were like okay cool we get to stick around now let's let's have some fun let's play in the sandbox and they're doing some really cool stuff how many um how many episodes eight Per season, oh, eight so or ten, I think. 20, and 20 minutes, half hour. Exactly. Twenty five minutes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So breezy. You, you know, you can watch a couple of them a night and, and and knock it out in a few nights each season. And it's just it's it's got a lot of heart. It's really beautiful, heartwarming. And and I highly recommend Apple TV Plus, which, by the way, Apple TV Plus is only like five bucks a month, which you would so cheap from quality Apple, content from you would, to, you would expect yeah, Apple to be my, overpriced. Yeah. 
I but know it's the one thing that's not. I think because the devices are overpriced and that's subsidizing the cost of the network and they're just sort of totally. like $5 a month. Come mm-hmm. in the, come in the tent. Yeah. You know what? Buy an Apple device. Have it for 10 years for free. We don't even care. You know, exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like whatever. Um, no, it's so true though. Actually what I've been, um, I, I, we, it just finished. Um, my wife and I watched Schmigadoon. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, which is the um, Chuck Lorre is Chuck Lorre. Yeah. It's the Chuck Lorre. Um, no, is it Chuck? Um, no, I don't know. Who, I don't know if who's behind it, but I know it's Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key and pretty sure Cecily Strong, um, who is the um, uh, guy behind the Big Bang Theory and whatever else. But he, um, or maybe it's Lauren Michaels. I can't remember. Either one is driving me crazy. But um, I'm going to use my it, one look up while you while you tell me about thank it. Thank you, thank you. So it's about a couple. Um, so uh, Cecily Strong and Keegan Michael Key. They're middle, um, not a middle aged couple. They're our age. Whatever it hurts, they're a they're a thirty ish forty ish couple, both doctors, and they go on. They're having some relationship issues, and they go on this like relationship hike thing where they're like supposed to give their hearts to each other, kind of thing. Like it's just like a rock with their name on it, and they somehow end up in this place in the middle of the woods called Schmigadoon which is just a parody of every musical from the 40s, 50s, and 60s that you can think of. So it's like parody of Sound of Music and Music Man and Brigadoon and, you know, like Kiss Me Kate and, you know, like whatever, anything, any of those shows. Um, And it's they have to, in classic musical fashion, basically have to prove their love for each other to be able to leave Schmigadoon so they can't Ah. get out without basically fulfilling the quest or whatever. But there it's hilarious, especially if you know musicals, like it's good if you don't, because the there truthfully Keegan, Michael key and Cecily strong are okay. Like they're, they're fine. Like they're not okay. singers or or actors in general or, Actually, so she, so Cecily actually has a, a very nice voice, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and so, um, but is like their acting and whatever else is kind, it's a little stilted. Like it actually feels like they, um, like it's a lot of improv and they're kind of improving their way through a scene to get to the next one because that's a strength of both of them. But you sure. can kind of feel that in relation to the other scenes that are very much scripted. Um, but the supporting cast is amazing. Alan Cumming and Kristen Chenoweth and um, Martin Short, uh, Aaron Tevitt. And they all have their like, they all have their musical caricatures, I uh, guess. So like sure. Kristen Chenoweth is like the, she's like the women's group from like the mayor's wife from the music man. Where, uh, where, okay. Where you're like, you can't do this thing. Like Balzac, that must be a dirty book, you know. Right, like right, it's right. like she's like that lady, and um, and there's more people that you'll recognize if you watch it. But uh, it's so uh, we found the it's six episodes and they're half an hour each, so it's like completely like it's so watchable, it's so easy. We found the first three episodes stronger than the last three, okay. Um, mostly because the first three I think are just funnier into like where the story is. It's a little fish out of water in the first three, and it's less so in the in the in the second half. So it, I just didn't. Find it. I found it engaging, but not as funny. Mm, that okay, if that, okay, if that right. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I it, this has been on my 
radar since the promos started and and the last couple nights in in a row uh marissa and i have been sitting here been like oh yeah we got we're gonna catch up on what's on our dvr and then we're gonna start schmigadoon and every night like the dvr stuff has been longer than we expected so we haven't gotten there yet but it's like correct mm-hmm. this week we are determined to start schmigadoon um and from the sounds of it it's short as it is we'll probably finish it this week too um but uh oh yeah i didn't realize the first season had ended already so that's that's uh, yeah, I'm it's sure just we'll- those six, and it's that's it. I don't even know if it's a it's a pretty much a complete story. So I don't even know Got if it. it's like, would you do it? Like, I don't know if like I think it's a one and done. Like, yeah, will and there so, even be a season two? I don't think so. Yeah. It's a, like it's a complete musical story. Got it. So cool. Um, yeah, so I highly recommend that. And with the this is not something to dive into immediately right now because I know. You're watching it, and I am. But Ted Lasso, it's on Apple TV Plus. Yes, Everyone watch it. Yes, it's amazing. Season two has been great so far. It has been. The, did you watch the Christmas episode? I did. Where we are. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I that just, was so like, wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah. I just. Do you have a favorite character on Roy Ted Kent. Lasso? Yeah. Right. Me too. <laughs> <Roy Kent>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time he just growls or oh what, gosh. like it's so good. Did you notice that I had a favorite? I had a favorite right. I was ready, Tim. Are you proud of me? Yes, Are you proud of me. I'm, I'm at the ready. So proud of you. You like barely had finished saying it, and I was like, had the answer. It and you knew it was Roy Kent too. It is Roy Kent. Like it is Roy Kent. Uh, I don't mean to alarm you, but I think you might be dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he, when he's sweet, he's very sweet. When he's angry, he's so angry. I love his relationship with his like nine year old niece. Me too. Uh, oh my god! Because they kind of pa- he and Keely are kind of parenting her. They but, like, are. My wife said they're actually doing like a good job. They're, yeah, they're good. They complement each other well. But in, the, in that Christmas episode, and I won't give anything away, but but please watch it. But when they were sort of walking through town and and going door to door like they were doing to find the information they were looking for. I was like, these two, if these two don't have a child of their own at some point, I will be so disappointed because they're actually quite good parents. I uh, completely agree. What I actually really liked about the what about the season so far, in that we're only four episodes in at the time that we mm. were recording this, I think, um, that it's it's an ensemble piece now. Yeah. Like it's not just a, it's um like it, it it was the story of many people, but it's mostly about Ted in the first season. And this season Ted's almost kind of taking a back seat. A little bit. And it's like a little bit his story, but it's really everyone's story. And I just think that's great because everyone in the cast is stellar. And and they're all interesting and I just oh man, I love it so much. It's so I love it so much. Good. It's really one of the best shows like there, you know, you have a few shows like where you're just like, I will watch this forever. Yeah, right. You know, you have like you know, like Smallville's one for you. Sure, sure. Um, you know, Friends is one for me. You know, like we just like these comfort shows. Downton Abbey, um, one for my wife and I. You know, just always will watch it. And um, Ted Lasso has, I think, it's just like risen to that occasion. Like it just makes me happy. And I'm happy to spend time with these characters it, it, over and over again. I couldn't agree more. It just makes me happy. And I, I'm just I eagerly look forward to every episode every week. And to and, and like I want to wait to watch it until I like can give it my full attention. Like if it comes out Friday, it comes out on Fridays. And if I'm not in a place on Friday to give it my full attention, I'm like, let's watch this tomorrow when I can actually appreciate it because I just want yep. to give it the, the space it deserves. It's so yeah, I, freaking good. I totally 
totally agree. Actually, and like Schmigadoon and Ted Lasso were coming out both on Friday, right. so it was like a, either we like do a double header or we were like let's save one. Yeah, question mark. that's what we've been doing with Central Park because those come out on Fridays too. So and it's been yeah. sort of concurrent with Ted Lasso uh, for the last couple of weeks. So yeah, we've been doing like a, a double headers or or yeah, like you say. Yeah, I'm a one. little tired, so pick one that I don't like as much and save the other one for yeah, another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever one I'm looking forward to more, I'll save to when I can pay more attention to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What else are you? Um, what else are you into right now? Well, I just, I just watched uh, season two of I Think You Should Leave on Netflix, which is what is that? So that's th- this is one that um, it, it. I've been talking. I was talking about it a lot on Instagram and and on Twitter in the, in the last few weeks as it was ramping up for its second about the its second season. It is a sketch comedy show. I think you should leave. Sketch comedy show on on Netflix. Two seasons so far. Each episode is only like 15, 16 seconds. Uh, sorry, 15, 16, 15, 16 minutes. I was like, holy like, moly. That is a quick one. Uh, no, 15, 16 minutes. Uh, uh, no more than 20 per episode. Six episodes per season. We're talking 90-minute seasons. Um, wow. Yeah. Each each uh, wow. season is the length of a movie. And um, it is very weird, very bizarre, off-the-wall absurdist style of comedy a little bit snl a little bit uh monty python um and and uh but with a midwestern sensibility it's Mm. by tim robinson who was a writer on snl for like one season and either left or got fired i'm not sure which because he wasn't really a good fit because he was a little bit too off the wall for snl um actually i take that back he wasn't he was he was a writer for a couple of seasons and he was a performer for one season and then I think he left. I he was, he was okay. on camera for for one season, and then and then he left. But so he's written this show um, with Sam Richardson from Veep. Um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're yeah. best buds. They're best friends from growing up in Detroit. And uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with the show Detroiters on Comedy Central, but they did that together too. I, I do not know that okay. show. It was a sitcom that they did for two seasons, the two of them together, and it's actually also delightful and heartwarming. Um, about two best friends who run an ad agency in Detroit. Um, and it's just like, they're just friends. They're just like really good friends and they're best buds and they're like silly and and do silly, have silly adventures together. It's kind of like I Love Lucy-ish where like Ethel and Lucy would get into trouble. It's kind of like yeah. that where these okay. two guys get in trouble. Uh, but anyway, I think you should leave is just, it's it's sketches that, that have nothing to do with one another. It's just like SNL where it's just sort of sketch after sketch after sketch, but pre-taped instead of in front of a live audience. And uh, oh my goodness, it is uh, it is my favorite comedy of the last few years uh, because it is just so completely ridiculous. The basic, if I had to like boil it down, it, the basic sort of recurring theme of all the sketches across both seasons is like, what if you found yourself in an embarrassing situation where you uh, embarrassing social situation? And instead of being like, oops, sorry, my mistake, you just kept doubling down even though it was so obvious that you were wrong. So I'll, I'll give away one example. So the very <laughs> okay. first sketch of the very first episode of the very first season is a guy has a job interview at a coffee shop and it goes well and they're wrapping up the interview and he's like, all right, well, I hope I hear from you soon. And he goes to leave the coffee shop and he pushes the door instead of pulling it. We've all okay. done it, right? You pull instead yeah. of push. What do you do? You laugh it off. I've done it today. Yeah. yeah right, right? Yeah. Probably. We do it all the time. You laugh it off and you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Silly me. Whatever. You walk on. But instead, he doubles down. He's like, oh, no, no, no. The door actually goes both ways. And the guy's like, what? Yeah, no, it goes both ways. I was here yesterday. And and and, and it goes both ways. And he's like, oh, 
Oh, oh, okay. And so now he said it goes both ways. So he has to prove himself right. So he oh pulls it off the hinges to prove himself right. And in the and like, like literally he's sweating and like their dramatic music. And he's like literally breaking the door off his hinges to, to not be wrong and to not lose this job that, that he just interviewed for. Oh it's that gosh. kind of humor where it's just like people get into like mildly embarrassing situations and instead of just owning up to it, they just double down and triple down and quadruple <laughs> down and never give up. And they go through incredible lengths to not be proven wrong <laughs> about some silly little thing. So good. That oh would have been better if they just said, oops, but they refuse. Uh, those, that's sort of the ba- it, it varies from there. There are some that go off that premise, but that's sort of the basic premise throughout is like, what if you just never admitted you were wrong? And and the craziness, if you took that to its craziest logical conclusion, what happens? I am 100% down for for that. It's I, bananas. Like, I it's will stupid. watch that. I, I love oh it. It's gosh. stupid. Um, so uh, it's it's been something that I, I was very excited for season two. I've been waiting like two or three years for season two, and it finally came. It got delayed because of COVID. And it's finally it finally just dropped, uh, I think, Fourth of July weekend. And um, oh, my goodness. So worth the wait. It, it, it lived up to the hype in every way. And I've 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 watched I watched season one, Tim. I watched. I don't know how many times I've watched season one, but it, was, it is upwards of 10. Oh, my gosh. Upwards oh, of 10 wow. times. Yeah, I've watched it a, a lot. And that's not counting the times that I watched just one sketch because I was in the mood for it again. Sure. Like, like it's. It's something really special. And season two, I've only watched like twice, but um, but I plan to watch it much more than that. So I think you should leave on Netflix. Highly recommend. It's not for everyone. It is a weird style of comedy. Some of the sketches won't land. Some of the jokes won't land. But it's also the kind of thing with the more you watch it, the more jokes you pick up that you missed the first time. So, sure. Um, yeah. Okay. That's my spiel. All right. I want to try that. Um, I've got one that I think that you'll like. Actually, that's not scratch that from the record you will like this okay and you might have heard of it it was recommended to me um kind of offhand by a friend of mine it's called miranda um have you ever heard of it i don't think so. it's a british it's a british sitcom it's on hulu it's three seasons um it stars it is written by produced by whatever starring miranda hart um who is a british actress she's like six one and she's on Call the Midwife, which my my wife oh, loves. Oh, sure. Okay. So I have no, yeah, that you might have heard of that show. It's not for me, but she loves it. Um, okay. But anyway, so it's a, it's this it's a um, it is a it's a sitcom about a thirty some odd woman who oh, like owns a joke shop that her best friend runs, hmm. um, and her mom is just constantly trying to like marry her off. Ah. Um, but it's based on Miranda Hart's real life. Oh, fine. Um, it started as a BBC radio show, transformed into a sitcom, and now there's an Americanized sitcom that she's producing and writing, starring uh, Mia Bialik. Oh, nice. Yeah, right. So, which was on Fox and already had its first season, I think, and it was renewed for its second already. But it was six. It's but the 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 kind of the conceit of the show, besides what I said, is that it's a it's a single cam comedy, but she knows the cameras there, 
and she talks to the audience, even though nobody else knows. So gotcha. she breaks the fourth wall. She'll make faces. She'll make comments, like all that stuff. But like, but none of it happens. And she's just the most awkward duck in the whole world. Oh. So we just watched an episode where everyone, all of her friends and whatever else. Um, I think it's Tom. Tom Ellis is his name. He plays Lucifer on the show Lucifer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know who that so is. It's yeah. Before, yeah. So, um. So, uh, but anyway, uh, he's her, like one of her best friends. And, uh, so they're all like getting on her, like, oh, you're not adventurous. You won't go do a thing. And she's like, what? I'm, I'm going to Thailand right now. I'm going to call the airport. So she's like, Google She, and she's like, Googled her thing. And she's like, obviously I'm not going, but you know, like, like what, what's like, oh, what's that? Like the village, Surrey or whatever, right around the corner. I know where that is. So she oh, books nice. herself a staycation <laughs> in a hotel around the corner from her apartment. Like literally around the corner. And there's like a palms background thing. So she like takes photos. She's like, <laughs> Thailand's great. But she's like she's like just ordering room service and having really awkward conversations with the guy that comes up like the thing and she's like a pants press i gotta go home and get all my pants to iron them so she like <laughs> comes up with a way to go home to get her pants to come back like it's hilarious oh, that's funny it's, it's like it's just as much as it's just as feel good and non-thinky as like your ted lassos or anything else like it's just so mindless and she's so funny like you're she's just so on board so like even like the credits are just like her like like kids photos and graduation photos and they're all her real photos her real life so you see how awkward she was growing up and all this stuff and like the um yeah the her supporting cast is fun they're like strong they have good personalities like her mom is always like um like her mom's catchphrase is like what i like to call Blah, blah, blah. But it's something uh -huh. normal. Like, like, oh, I'm going to what I like to call a vacation. And she's like, no, mom, you're actually going on a vacation. Like, you're yes. going on a cruise. That's a vacation. You don't just call it that. Everyone calls it that. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm getting into what I call a taxi. No, mom, that's just it's a just taxi. Called. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, on. Yeah, it's on. It's on Hulu. It's six episodes of the first season. They're really short, um, and so they're half an hour a piece. But they are hilarious because so much of it is just like, I'm six one. I've never dated anybody before. I stumble over everything, and frankly, I'm okay with that. And it's like <laughs> her mom who's like pushing her to do like all these other things. Like there's a there's an episode where she like to get out of getting set up. She tells her mom she's gay. And then her mom's like, oh, that party I was going to have to set you up. Now it could just be a coming out party. Oh, I'm no. so happy for you. Oh, no. <laughs> so now. <laughs> oh, my God. But on top of that, it's a themed party. So it's not just a party. It's a Pride and Prejudice party. So everyone is dressed up oh, like they're God. in Pride and Prejudice. And so. Oh, my God. It's so funny. That oh, sounds very funny. That does sound yeah. like something I would like. We put it on kind of like um, just kind of like, OK, but like, well, maybe, you know, like, you know, my friend who recommended it to me, like has good, you know, good taste. You know, he likes, you know, he likes The Office. He likes this, you know, whatever else. And so he's big into reality TV. And so like I'm like, well, some of the things I like, some of them I don't. So I'll I'll try it. And we were in on the pilot 
like we were like, yes, this is for me. This is so mindless. So what we end up doing, you know this already. So we end up watching, we watch an episode of Xena Warrior Princess, yes, which yes. is our other, our other, what are we watching? Which is, I have to tell you, there's sometimes I watch Xena and I'm like, this is like just an episode of Wishbone with Xena. <laughs> like the way that it's filmed, the costumes, like the light, like all of it is just like, it feels like a Wishbone episode, but instead it's just Xena going, <laughs> <laughs> and then she kicks she kicks butt instead. It's real it's fun. It's like it's so stupid and fun. Um it's been great. So our TV our TV time has just it's just been wildly it's all over the place. Fantastic. Here's this British sitcom from the early two thousands. He's Xena Warrior Princess. Here's Ted Lasso and Schmigadoon. We're all over the map. We're all over not the consistent. place. I yeah. love it. I, I I was gonna I was gonna wrap it up, but I actually have one more. Can I just squeeze in one more before we say of goodbye? Of course, yeah, squeeze, squeeze. Talking about um talking about breaking the fourth wall and all of that reminded me. Reminded me of a show I've been wanting to recommend to you for a while. I don't know if the whole show is for you, but I think you would you would at least enjoy the pilot, if nothing else, um, from a sort of cinematic and, and movie making, filmmaking um mm-hmm perspective just because of the, the the way the show is put together so it's called kevin can f himself um and it's Never, on it's on amc this. it just started it just ended its first season i don't have cable so i can't watch it okay well uh prime has the first episode available to watch for free i can watch that yes I think, it has, I think it has the first two or three available to watch for free but um i would highly recommend just watching the first again i'm not sure if it's really your kind of show generally but the, but the premise and the way it's put together is fascinating. So so imagine you've seen Everybody Loves Raymond, right? Yeah. Or, or or like pretty much any other sitcom that's about like the husband and wife and the husband is kind of a a slob and and sort of a boys will be boys kind of guy. And the the you know, the pretty wife is sort of a wife slash mother who's sort of cleaning up after him and chasing him around. And oh, she's always the one who's like cleaning up his messes. Uh, and he's he's sort of the boyish roguish uh he can get away with murder because he's he's just he's cute enough or he's sweet enough or whatever uh mm-hmm. and he gets with all the terrible antics uh and the wife just sort of cleans up his messes okay now juxtapose that premise a a three camera sitcom brightly lit real studio audience all that stuff juxtapose that with a breaking bad darkly lit uh uh, uh, show about about like uh, stress and and wanting to to kill your spouse because they're driving you crazy. Well, that took a weird turn, but yeah. I'm kind of interested. So every time Ke- uh, Kevin Kevin is the, it's, it's Kevin and Allison is the married couple. Every time Kevin is in the room, it turns into the brightly lit everybody loves Raymond sitcom with a laugh track and the the wacky neighbor next door and 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 Kevin and the wacky neighbor get into all kinds of weird antics and they live in Worcester Mass so they have big mm. uh you know big parties to celebrate the patriots and all this stuff and then the second Kevin leaves the room and it's just Allison alone in the room having to clean up his mess Literally, the lighting changes. It turns dark. The camera angles change. And it I'm using my into... one lookup to look at pictures, and like, there's a like a very discernible difference between clearly sitcom, like it's a stage set, and yep. like they're outside. This is the real world. This is right. This is blue 
this is blue lighting. Yes. Like, even the house looks like All in the Family. It, it literally like, looks like All in the Family Cosby show. On, yeah, like, it's modeled on that. It's the same, like, there's a little there's a little galley window and the stairs yep. in the back and the striped wallpaper. The like, that's thing. just All in the Family. The yeah. whole thing. And it literally, like, the second he leaves the room, it turns into, like, so so the, it's called Kevin Can F Himself because the, the premise is that she, like, is it's flipping the sort of everybody loves Raymond Raymond's, you know, lovable scamp husband thing on its head where it's like from the point of view of the wife who's constantly cleaning up his messes and constantly going, uh, you know, chasing her around to, to fix things up like, oh, sorry, I forgot our anniversary. And it's like, you jerk. That was our anniversary. That really mattered to me. And you just acted like it was nothing. Um, you know, on one of those sitcoms, it would be sort of like, oh, but it's OK, because deep down he really loves her. Um, and in, oh, they f- what's they filmed in the area that I yes, used to work? Yes, they actually, yes, they actually filmed the Massachusetts, Brockton, Milton, Hingham, Canton, Randolph. Those are my towns. I know, Maybe not anymore. I don't want to work I, in that not, area yes, anymore. But, but, but you know, yes, they were up until two months ago. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it is. It's very good. It's very meta. It's very very good. Um, if if you've watched. Uh, uh, Shit's Creek. Uh, it has Annie Murphy, uh, mm-hmm. who from that show, um, who played Alexis. Actually, know so. Eric Peterson, the husband. Oh, you do. Was yeah, he was on The Big Bang Theory. He was a um, he was like Leonard's bully or something like. Oh, that, that tracks because that's kind of the kind of character he plays. Okay. Um, and Robin Lord Taylor from Gotham, uh, who was Penguin on Gotham, is <gasps> in the show. Is he? He's great. He's I'm great. glad that he totally different kind um, of character, Boston accent, totally completely different. Oh, that's kind of guy. great. I'm glad that he landed somewhere else yeah. because he was really one of the best. He's parts of that excellent. Show. He's excellent. So anyway, great show. I think for you in particular, Tim, watch the pilot when you have 40 minutes, um, uh, because it is it is really interesting to watch that juxtaposition of the styles. And if you like it, continue it. But but if not, you know, just watching the pilot itself will give you that like, wow, what an interesting metafiction so, sort of style so, storytelling. So I have a question when you said like Breaking Bad. Does it involve like drug running and stuff like that? Or is it just like you're just going for like the dark drama that you were familiar with? It's I, I'm referring more to the dark drama and the. the OK color palette and the style in which it's shot and the, the camera work it is an amc show after all and that's you know breaking bad was an amc show so um it has that that sort of a look to it it does take a very sinister turn in the the latter half of the season um which i found very interesting and very fascinating and that's where robin lord taylor comes in is, is the second half of the season um and, but uh, and i won't give that away but if you enjoy okay. the first couple of episodes and you enjoy this like, wow, like what if that story was told from the wife's point of view? How and if she was real, a real person with real feelings, how would she feel with that person being her actual husband? Um, it's very, very well done and very cool the way that they 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 play around with the what happens when. When people leave the room, like it's sort of you think, you know what the rules are. Oh, Kevin leaves the room. It turns dark. And then later in the season that they introduce new elements to that, that you didn't realize we're there. I'm not going to give away more than that, but okay. there are other people who impact the, when the storytelling changes other than just Kevin, um, which I found very, very exciting and, and interesting once, once it happened, because I wasn't expecting it. So anyway, that's, that's it. I, I, I won't, I won't keep anybody in, any longer unless you have something else to add Tim. but I would also throw that one in there. Cause it's a really interesting show that I wasn't ex- expecting to like as much as I did, but it really, really grabbed me and kept me for the full, like eight episodes or whatever. 
Yeah, no, as far as for like our non-superhero, non-sci-fi, non-anything like, you know, that we've been, that we just did, like that's, no, I'm good because everything else is fairly superhero-ish yeah. oriented. Yeah, right on. Um, I did just read The Kite Runner and Life of Pi, you know, because I'm catching up on literature I should have read 20 years ago mm. or whatever. Um, but uh, both are excellent. And if you haven't read The Kite Runner, especially what's happening in the world right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I would recommend. Uh, yeah. So that was it. That's pretty much it. Nice. Great recommendations. Yeah. Great recommendations yeah. all around. Yeah, man. Uh, Frank, where can the people find us? Hey, you can head on over to beerwithgeeks.com and and find uh, all the episodes of this show. All the show notes are there. If they're not already popping up in your in your podcast app, I know some apps, Apple Podcasts and some others are a little weird about links and things like that. So if you ever have a hard time, you know, if I mention I'm throwing something in the show notes, go to beerwithgeeks.com and find the episode you're listening to. You'll uh, you'll find the links in the show notes there. Um, you can also go to uh, while you're in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or whatever app you listen uh to podcasts in you can leave us a rating or a review um that actually means a whole lot to us and not not just because it makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside which it does but um because um it uh it actually helps the show get discovered more so please do that and and also rate and review you know the other shows on the thoughtbubble audio network at thoughtbubbleaudio.com um Mm -hmm. our friends over at hate watch with us on their most recent episode well a recent episode uh we're talking about uh, they were looking through their reviews and they were like wait why does beer with geeks not have any two-star reviews um so um i'm proud to say we have no two-star reviews um but but you know if you what we apparently I'm, we don't um i'm looking that you're seeing kelsey said we don't uh but um, we might have i like mean a, i believe them we might have a one-star review here or there from somebody who well that was from our mortal enemy hated so us out of spite know. but um yeah. but 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 apparently we don't have any two stars, so don't get any ideas. Uh, keep it four and five stars, and and give. We actually don't have any three. We don't have any three star reviews either. There you go. You, the people love. We only have five stars, four stars, and then one one star. All right. Well, let's let's get more and more four and five stars, and more and five star four. Wow, more four and five stars for this episode. That uh, that hundred calorie IPA really hit me. Um, okay. More four I'm and reading five one stars out loud. Us. We never do. We that's never true. Do we haven't anymore. done this I'm in a reading, while. I'm reading one from Nick Nick 2015, uh, who said five stars. Gotta love it. Tim and Frank are two funny guys that have informed discussions about truly unnecessary topics. That is so true, Nick Nick 2015. Thank you. They have a deep love and admiration for Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Disney, old school TV shows, and Christmas movies, amongst other things. They play trivia and. And often ask each other to do things like mentally recasting comic book characters. I'm around their age, and a lot of the topics they reminisce about really bring me back to my childhood, which is really what the purpose of the show was originally. So I'm glad that you wrote that. I'm um, very happy to hear that. Me too. Yeah. Even things I never partook in are enjoyable to listen to because you can hear the nostalgia in their voices when they talk about them. That was so nice. Thank you, Nick Nick 2015. Thank you so much. Unless for you that. want it to be 2015. Which I'm kind of again saying like at that, so it's going to yeah, be 2015. No, at the, it's we don't say we didn't say the year of our Lord 1999. So yeah. therefore, um, we shouldn't say 2015 or I, I agree 2021. Like no, it's 2021. Too many syllables. Like too many. Too many. Anyway, thank you for that, Nick Nick 2015, and and thank you to everyone who left those ratings and reviews. And please leave ratings and reviews for all the great shows at Thought Bubble Audio. 
dot com. Uh, and and you know, if you want to go a step further, if you're like, you know, I already left the review. I, I reviewed you guys three years ago, and I don't know what else to do to support Beer with Geeks. And I'm dying to. I'm desperate, Frank. I'm desperate to support Beer with Geeks. What can I do? Well, have I got an idea for you? You can head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. And for a dollar a month, you can keep this show on the airwaves. And by airwaves, I mean internet. And uh, Wi-Fi has airwaves, so that's the, that works. Uh, that will help support us and help us keep doing this show and all the shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Thank you to everybody who supports us in all the places and tweets at us at Beer with Geeks and emails us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. This was a much longer plug segment than I intended it to be, but now here we are, Tim, and I am just happy for the place that we are in, and I don't know why I am talking like Nixon. I am not a crook. Aren't you, though? Nah. To be determined next time on Beer with Geeks. So until next time, cheers. cheers.